Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello everybody, I'm Pranjal Sharma and I'm going to be hosting this episode of CII Podcast today. And today we're going to be discussing affirmative action for diversified and inclusive growth. And I'm going to be in discussion with Pirush Kambata. He is a group chairman of Rasna Private Limited, India's largest and most popular soft drink brand. Question is how has the affirmative action journey of Indian industry been so far? and what are the steps being taken to increase its adoption across the industry how can we learn from some of the best practices across the world and leverage them to uplift the backward parts of our society and the country and can this really be a very robust framework to make india more competitive what are the learnings and what form can it take in the future these are very interesting questions that we need to uh, discuss and uh, piruz will be joining me in this uh, conversation Many of you know Piruz already. He joined Rasna at the age of 18, armed with a bachelor's degree in biochemistry, and another one in law, apart from several management courses from Wharton, Philadelphia, and Indian Institute of Management, Calcutta. Piruz also became the chairman and managing director of the company in 1997, and over the years he has diligently developed innovative concepts and devised successful promotional strategies to help Rasna. spread its wings by showing rock steady market growth and has gained a significant share in the hearts and minds of the consumers in india and he's also been a recipient of various awards including the dadabhai norojhi award firoz thanks for joining us today thank you thank you very much pranjal and it is a very good topic i couldn't resist sparing time for this because this is something which has always been topical private sector interaction or affirmative action not in india but the world over and as you know the affirmative action the whole thing started centuries back in the united states and now also it is a big issue there is big issue in every every country in the world but i think the way india has positioned itself on this and way india is really framed out on this is something interesting so i'm sure this talk is going to be very 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 interesting and i am you are free to ask me any questions you like and i will tell you my mind on that piruz actually cii started this uh, many years ago i think back in 2006 and it was a different context but can you just take us back to the time when the idea of affirmative action came about because at a certain level it feel like uh, something which we have imported from the west but how important was this journey when it began i personally believe more than important from the west this is some arena we got this quota system and i think this came in our constitution and since then especially there was a time in india when the people actually the supply and demand side was such that there were more people wanting employment there were more people wanting jobs and you know they were not able to so there was this whole quota and all that and right now recently also the supreme court this issue came up in my mind affirmative action is not just about employment and giving a quota and saying okay we i'll reserve 20% seats or 30% for employment that is not the way i see it. the way i see it that the industry civil society government education our ecosystem should be such that everybody gets a equal opportunity and everybody there is a system in which there is no need in the first place of any quota or same iske liye itna reserve karunga let the best come up that in my mind this is not only true for affirmative action true for women also true for other ci thing which we handling which is basically pwds employment of the pwd in fact both so what this, has been the specific steps you know what, what so has... i think if you ask me from 2006 the one of the big thing we did in 2006 was we adopted a voluntary code at that time there was nothing like that so we had signatories to the voluntary code and we had something like 1877 companies who became signatories to the code 
so that i think is very interesting then from 2006 we have given scholarships which i told a few seconds back that we need to really empower the people so that they can they can get the best education if they get a, get out of iim there is no need of quota i am sure you understand that there is no need so if you get out of a good institute you you get a job <laughs> people are waiting for you up up there so if we can give scholarships and you get a good education so we have been giving something like 2 lakhs uh, of these uh, scholarships across india then most important is now and that is sure today just education is not important skill development vocational training is the name of the game we have given lakhs of vocational training so that people get the right job which they are looking for and then across india we have this cii model career centers and which we have been able to place around 2 lakh people similarly an entrepreneurship development program now that is another very big part of cii's work it is not only employment skilling training then how do we ensure that they become entrepreneurs because i believe that when you make a entrepreneur you are making a job maker not a job seeker if i make two job makers and they give 100 100 jobs they are giving 400 jobs if i give one job it is of no relevance so when entrepreneurship is more relevant so we have something like 4000 such programs second recently we also have really you know put on radar this buyer seller meets vendor development ensuring that the people who have set up their own enterprise get sell their products so a buyer seller meets around 500 of them across the country then we are working on ensuring that the sourcing from this sector increases in the, in, in the years to come so these are the broadly the steps and we are very happy that the government also is partnering us and more about it probably i can say later that what are our government partnerships so let me ask you you know when when we talk about affirmative action it's about bringing a lot of support for equal opportunity i think what is really important if we look at affirmative action is about equal opportunity opportunity to skill opportunity to educate and then of course after that opportunity for employment i think the if you see in the recent years the whole effort of the uh, national skilling program Uh, of ensuring that we get into more uh, uh, skill-oriented uh, efforts of vocational training rather than just getting empty degrees that do not help anybody. What has been CII's role and the members' role? Because many many business leaders like you uh, have encouraged that. Has the whole effort on vocational training on skilling? what kind of impact has it had in ensuring that there is equal opportunity for all categories of people so that you know those who have a advantage and those who don't can equally move forward together very good question i did mention about this but let us talk of specifics now i did mention about the modern mcc which is the model career center now what is a model career center we have done this in partnership with the dalit chamber of commerce industry also so in this we counsel youth because i think very important the youth has to understand what training you should get what job you should get even if i make a mistake i i'll, I'll be probably ending up in the 10 years 5 years then i'll have to re, re, rebuild my life this can happen to anybody so we have counseled something like 7 and 1/2 lakh youth then place them in the right jobs so when you do job fairs you you ensure that the private sector people get get a face to face with people who require jobs right jobs are given and we need we, we have partnered with not one or two but 6000 such companies and the hit ratio is roughly 40 to 50% so about 40 to 50% people who come to this career this job fair they get a job now coming to vocational training which you said we we have been in fact ci has been the pioneer of the skill development 
if you ask me the whole chinchwada center in mp started some 30 years back when skill development was not even talked about as a topic forget for 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 scst for everybody so we always in cii have believed in skill development and i was cii chairman of gujarat probably in the early 2000 2002 or something we adopted the iits we adopted not iits the local basically ITIs. the iits iits we adopted them and why we adopted them is because ultimately they were they, they, we, we wanted to we wanted to educate them the way we want and lot of industries then got steady stream of employees from them so we have been working on this and that's why i said a few minutes back for exact data we have actually trained some 361000 youth in vocational training and i think it is a very very big figure and it is a continuous exercise it is not ended there we are continuing this exercise as we go further so i fully agree with you that we should get into training and now more importantly there are new 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 what i call avenues coming up like ai the whole talking of the what i call non conventional energy we are talking of blockchain we are talking of software of course it is old now but there are new things i believe the vocational training should encompass all the futuristic technologies it can't be just say let us say if you say food processing if you teach somebody caning it is of no use so i think we are also working towards that and we, don't forget one more thing most of ci member companies their 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 senior executives their owners they are involved with some or the other education or vocational institute where we are doing this also so this is something Tell like what has been the, what if i can ask what has been the learning uh, and assessment of the impact so far you did let's say 15 years ago in the 2006 to 2010 perhaps or between 2010 to 2020 you know as you said correctly the skill requirements have shifted you know from very basic skills you also have to understand uh, computer uh, science for example you have to understand as you said uh, data science analytics uh, if you look at the shop floor the kind of machines which are being used are far more sophisticated so from just you know people who knew how to manage nuts and bolts to even management graduates who are expected to understand uh, are far more sophisticated scientific issues i would assume that the industry is also focusing on bringing these into the curriculum into the training into the skilling program fully appreciate and forget history just recently in 2022 we cii and the dalit chamber we have tied up with the government of rajasthan to establish the incubation come training center itc with the aim to create entrepreneurs and also train youngsters from scst community under the dr bhimrao jambedkar rajasthan dalit adivasi udyam prasthan yojana the government has put out a whole scheme 2022 and again that the whole infrastructure is being set to give capacity building training skilling also ensuring that the entrepreneurs get a timely credit so this whole model center has been prepared and this is when we are talking it is in the action in rajasthan and we are looking at developing this in other states also because all said and done any such center would definitely require a lot of government support and ci and government ci is a development organization for such things we come with our bandwidth of let us say employers so we need to work with them so we are this you know we are starting this rajasthan model and i am sure we'll take it across to other states very soon also so the whole idea is to is to create such centers which will then which are new generation and that's why myself mentioned the fact that we want to teach the new generation things to in terms of skilling to today's youngsters You know, very interesting point, uh, Piruz, is that uh, we always looked at the fact that employment of India amongst the overall workforce was only ten percent. So, 
most of the economy is the informal economy only about uh, small percentages is uh, formal and now we have moved to a situation where uh, we have what we call the gig economy where everybody is working by themselves uh, you know part time work or work from home or uh, uh, you know uh, working uh, as partners maybe delivery partners maybe cloud kitchens so many interesting new business models have come up also has that made a impact in the employability of the workforce do you think that we are moving from the classic employment model to livelihood model where you bring skills to help people earn their living rather than just look for a job let me make one statement today it is a very simple statement today scst or otherwise a person who is craft has some skills of any kind it can be motorcycle driving skills as for a delivery or it can be computer or it can be much higher i don't think there is a lack of job in this country to be very honest with you you mean lack we of work today you mean there is no lack of work yeah yeah you see ultimately he may as you rightly said the job can be see this is a job also when i say job i'm also doing a job i don't get a salary but i'm a job so that is the way i'm referring job to very frankly when you right. say job mean doesn't mean employment and that is not people's youngsters also want where like let us say in our own companies in our own fmcg companies i can hire 1000 people on a commission agent basis they'll go and sell my product and they want 10% they will also sell my some other products so that is a job itself no? and you only are mentioning what is wrong in that if you ask me if today there can be somebody who is employed with us not as a employment basis but as a partner the right way you put it it is good so i believe that a huge such opportunities now i come to the major issue is that in stst how do we create and that is the reason why in these career centers why in these training institutes we are not only te- teaching him how to take employment we are also giving him skills which can make him stand on his own feet today let me give a small example that's why i said sourcing is important when i work with say let us say amazon or flipkart and we tell them that we please onboard more sctst entrepreneurs because in their in their, in their fast track schemes today whatever he makes imagine that i am sitting at home or i am running a cottage industry on home and i am making something which is very interesting and as if amazon and the flipkarts are going to onboard me i am going to get a market across india for it so i believe these are the type of initiatives which which which, which i think are the right thing how private sector and that that means all private sector can help you to uh, in, in this whole field and let us not only see a job means a 9 to 5 job or something for me job means all these type of interventions which will which will which will, which will give productive work to people what they want and what they like and that's what i think we are doing also and the advantage of ci is when we do something we are people from services sector also manufacturing sector also and i believe our biggest thing is that services sector we are able to also tell them about the need of affirmative action because conventionally affirmative action has been always talked about in the in the blue collar worker in the factory i don't think that is a need today services sector also is a very huge opportunity which we are sort of giving and we are trying to work in this sector Hiruj, you made a very interesting point uh, about uh, helping people to earn a living, and basically, it also looks like that we are moving from a pure job and work, where you also mentioned, and you are implying that you are creating employers, not employees. So, affirmative action today is also about giving entrepreneurship skills so that people can become financially. not just financially independent but also create wealth for themselves and a smaller group of people around them what has been the impact of this how how important do you think this can be as we move ahead 
because this can then also accelerate the spirit of entrepreneurship in india very much and that's why the honorable prime minister or uh, president of india just recently in june inaugurated our first diversity cell which we have set up in partnership with iim iim jammu kashmir so in jammu this was done on 9th june it's a first of a kind effort it combines it combines resources of the institute of our, our membership we have incubation centers r&d labs business school network with them see the whole idea is once again in this that we, that we, that this that we are not telling them how to do a job only we are looking at you know in terms of employment we are looking at various options which we are wanting to create and that's why the incubation center is there that's why the lab is there and we are also looking at more such incubation centers even other iims and more so iits we are talking with them to set up now what does it do that if you are from scst community and you and you sort of you know you set up your own small little thing in this incubation center we mentor you we guide you we give you finance there is r&d lab the whole ecosystem is of a startup and suddenly you sprout so you you, you become a job creator so that is the whole idea and i am so happy that the government is is also helping us and the iims and iits are also helping us but this is the right model why should you why should you seek a job when you can when you can do something like this and i should let me praise the government under the after the whole pandemic to under the atmanirbhar bharat package or whatever i believe that the best time for entrepreneurship is now in terms of whatever they are getting can you imagine on another note this is not scst i told somebody today youngster he can get 2 3 crores easily there are people if you have a good technology and you are out of a good college there are smaller venture funds and family offices running after you you take our money take our money you do do something I I I get turnover. I I meet youngsters with say let us say twenty three, twenty four, thirty, forty lakh per month clocking turnover and asking for a valuation of five crores and ten crores because they have a good product. In food industry, so many such have started. Now imagine this can be done. Just anybody can do. Even SCST can do. Only you need the hard work and a good idea. And so these centers, if we are able to create, even let us say a few such entrepreneurs, just imagine the change in the system we we we, we will get. Once again, I am saying. affirmative action today is not about getting a quota in one company i think that concept has to go affirmative action is about skilling about entrepreneurship creation about sourcing about about ensuring that you know what i call you create such a environment that nobody needs a quota or nobody needs a sifaris as i told somebody gone are the days you need to phone anybody for a job today a good person can get a job on his own gone is the day you need to phone somebody somebody for a seat in an education institute a good person meritorious person can get on his own and i think that is luckily i am seeing that at least in places like gujarat where i am seeing for example engineering ad- admissions there is no need to phone anybody engineering colleges are there available so i think this is the need of the hour tell me pros how how do you see this evolving you know can you give me some examples and good good interesting stories about the fmcg sector for instance because you are a leader in that category uh, what are the interesting new innovations which have happened which gives us hope that uh, uh, things are improving so much as as you talk about i give one example before a few years the e-commerce in india had never kicked off today like i know for sure in the women sector because i have got some experience and the sectors are doing with the the pwds that they are able to make their products put it on amazons and flipkarts and other e-com platforms and from say zero they are having decent turnovers and probably not decent they are probably earning in a few lakhs which they would not even earn in a few thousand so like i know somebody who is just painting he is a disabled person he is putting his paintings online and he is making so much money 
and there 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 are people who are making home cooked food at home and they are making more money and this same is for stst also honestly we we are not done a data about it and it's a good idea we should do a data that how many people from the stst community have taken benefit of this whole you know boom in decom and how, what industry has done to help them because all said and done the organized industry also has a very big role to play in this but there is a huge data coming to second fmcg point which i am seeing is as i said we are employing commission agents in rural area especially in mass india where they come pick up our product and at a profit sharing we also give them credit they sell this credit and then you know they, they come back with the with the goods they want to buy more once again stst people are there so i'll tell you the problem with private sector we don't generally private sector doesn't while enrolling people as partners or as employees we don't ask him go here to st hta we don't generally ask him. it is because that is we don't have we don't have a reservation to us i have seen that there are companies which are employing 50% also which is more than the quota there are companies which are less also because we are not asked now in my own company we have commission agents and we have people at this we are not asked them but i'm sure everybody is getting the benefit also ststs are getting the benefit of this in my opinion actually more ststs are getting benefit of this in my opinion finally firoz i i wanted to ask you about mentorship and that's something which is equally important I know CII has been doing a lot of work and business individual business leaders like you are also working on it how can business leaders like you and companies give that mentorship uh, both for for professionals and for for uh, entrepreneurs who are starting this journey are are there any structures and programs for that CII we have a very mentor, very very sort of the old mentorship program where we identified mentors services are available and this is one arena in scst we are wanting to focus more also we are doing but definitely this is an area where we will like to focus more and that is why the partnership with chambers dalit chamber helps why is the partnership because dalit chamber has members which are smes msms now we, when we are partnering then we have over events they all come now what is the whole idea don't forget industry chamber activity is not only about the events we do like this what i am doing giving a podcast when we have networking meetings i meet somebody who is making let us say a corrugated box and he says mr kambata you why don't you buy my c box and i start buying now all that data is not captured by cii but that fellow gets a whole business so the dalit chamber has a thousand members they meet me i encourage them because why should why should i not encourage them similarly so many other ci members companies encourage them so this is in fact mentorship in a kind sometimes they sometimes come and give take our support many such soft you know what i call this type of soft interventions help and that has created a lot of business opportunities and then we do b2b meets also but yes what i like in what you said now is that we can have a, a very very you know what i call robust mentorship program where we identify some mentors you put in our net and people can come and come and ask them that is we are doing for, uh, for everybody but we can probably focus it for affirmative action i take it as a good uh, idea for future if you ask me honestly heroes thank you for sharing all these ideas i know that we can speak so much more about this because there is a lot of work which has happened and i know the future looks even more uh, promising with the new ideas coming up both from the private sector cii and the government we have startup india scheme we have stand up india scheme so i think between all this uh, as you rightly said the whole concept of affirmative action will end up with a unique indian model that's that's the image that i'm getting now yeah and one thing which we probably didn't touch upon but that is relevant so i'm touching about is the csr 2% csr mandate and lot of in our own companies and because i am part of this since long people tell what should we be doing with our csr money and i generally believe that see the government is doing enough to make hospitals and education institutes and all that enough if you ask me 
we should be more concentrating on vocational and skill training and honestly we should more focus on these type of activities for scst pwds because that's where we can create more impact so so for in every in average average company has let us say a crore to let us say 5 crores 6 crores of budget available under csr i'm talking of a medium sized company i'm not talking of a very big company so if they can spend let us say they can come under the cii foundation banner which is happening and we create these efforts where we try to create as a give scholarships like in, in pwds our own company has given scholarship we give scholarship we do skill training we do vocational training we give education we are guidance so it can help so i think the unique model is we can use our csr budgets for these activity also and you are correct there is no need to follow an american model as i said there are other model i think india itself has developed a very unique affirmative action model and let us be proud about it and let me say make a very controversial statement maybe time has come that we should now put a date that okay all quota system will end from this date i know it's a politically sensitive thing but don't forget politicians will never put a date but we industry can say put a date because in my mind all what we have done can only be say we are happy about it or we can talk about it once it's end this basically quota so earlier one date was 50 years after independence now let us put another date let us say okay by 22030 we'll stop this so i think in my mind such a date is also relevant and let us work backward on that day Pirosh, thank you so much for talking to us today on this podcast, and to all of you who are listening, uh, once again, thanks for listening, and I hope you found this enjoyable and educative. Please stay tuned in for more such podcasts from CII. Thank you very much. Thank you for ha- having me on board. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CII podcasts.